0: book guided tours, excursions, and more
1: in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with
0: Viator.
2: Merry Christmas. Gutter's full. Hey, everybody. Kevin Goatee just kicking it like usual. Happy to announce that this week's episode, our own Kevin Israel back in the gutter's chair. What is he taking on? 300. You know, the bro film A bro films in the last 15 years. Special guest judge, Bill Schultz. Hope you're not sick of him, because here he is again. Before we get to it, guttingthesacredcow.com every day with blog articles. And of course, the merch shop. Buy a hat. Buy a shirt. Buy a bag. Buy, I don't know, buy a fake COVID vaccine card. I don't care. We don't have those there. I'm just kidding guttingthesacredcow.com and why why waste any more time here's Kevin Israel sitting in the gutter's chair doing 300
0: gathering
2: Who do you play for? The United States of America. Kevin Israel, name
1: that film. I'm gutting. I don't have to name anything.
2: Oh, I know it. Bill Schultz. Hi again, buddy. How are you? Well, wait, uh, are you going to let me guess? Of course I'll let you guess. That's why I I say hi, buddy. Yes, he got it. Miracle. (laughs) Good one. I didn't know what that was. I thought that was like it
0: might have been too easy. But uh, look at that. Well, here's how awesome Kurt Russell is. He still looked cool in that fucking haircut. As the coach of the uh, 19, uh, 80. 1980 uh,
2: hockey team. When isn't Kurt Russell cool? Please let me know. Never. Okay. Never. That's that. That's what I thought. Yeah. This would be a quick episode if we didn't say that. Kevin Goatee, Bill Schultz, here we are, Gutting the Sacred Cow, a new episode, and this is one of two episodes where... One of us sits in the gutting chair. This time, it's my lovable, affable co-host, Kevin Israel. Kevin Israel, how are you, sir?
1: I'm excited. You are. Well, I'm I- most excited because I I picked a bunch of other movies, and every time Goatee was like, nobody's going to care about that movie. Don't do that. Not that movie. And then I picked this one, and he was like, yes. And I was like, oh, thank God.
0: <laughs> I just <laughs> love that Xerxes looks like he's railing you from behind. Yeah. Yeah. Xerxes, that's my
1: face on Xerxes bill
0: can it mm-hmm. hey, look well, i love that xerxes slash israel is railing israel from behind very meta
2: why do you think his hair is all tussled up that's because he was grabbing going look at me <laughs> as a romantic l- he is i look so good
1: with cheek piercings
2: <laughs> <laughs> bill schultz our old pal our old chum is back from the morning show but he's gonna sit back in the old gutting co-host chair with me as kevin israel has decided to welcome back pal decided to take on a film that every broy broer broster has cited as his top 15 20 and that is 300 2007 came out budget of 65 million brought uh, brought in a little little haul of 456 million dollars in 2021 dollars 83.8 million dollars budget Five hundred eighty-five point five million dollars to watch CGI and not enough cock flapping in Bill Schultz's opinion. I'm going to take one point from him away right now.
0: After I look so masculine, how dare you?
2: <laughs> Can the good folks at home get a nice cut down of the camera with the uh, the full attire? This is this is what a dedicated soul he is with uh, Schultz's This is a family show Again, I
0: thought we were doing a different movie This is just my loungewear um, <laughs>
1: He
2: thought we were doing Masters of the Universe
1: <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> that if it was for Bill it would, would be one. Masters of the Puniverse
0: Hey-o There's a lot of room to be made saying that that ruined Dolph Lundgren's career He was riding right high after Rocky IV Masters of the Universe <laughs>
2: Right after that, you mean Red Scorpion didn't resurrect him from the dead? God, I don't even remember Red Scorpion. Nor does he or his agent. <laughs> uh, IMDb, as we all know, is a scale one through ten, and oh, we're going to go to our uh, our guest first in this one. Hey, Kevin Israel, and this is kind of odd for you to answer this one for a change. What do you think? Three hundred got on the old IMDb. I'm
1: going to six eight.
0: Bill Schultz smoking a cigarette, very unspartan like. By the way, seriously. Um, although I'm not smoking a small boy's dick, so that is also, I guess, not Spartan like. Not on cam- um, not, not,
1: not on smoking- camera, at least. Well, it's a uh, Monday, Bill. I mean, any other day?
0: X day on my hobbies day. Um, <laughs> I would say just to make it easy for me and be Kevin. Seven point eight. Seven point six.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Okay, this, is this is shelter this is shelter this is Schultze.
2: if that is not your tinder twister or twitter uh, I, uh farmers.com grinder default picture from now on nothing shall serve a the, purpose unlike the this. fact that
0: i posted this costume quote-unquote on twitter means that i will be kicked off twitter <laughs> in about 10 minutes
2: I only hope your co-host saw a picture. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes critics, what? Of course, one through one hundred. Bill Schultz, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes critics gave? Three hundred out of a hundred. Yes, sir. Eighty. Kevin. Uh, Kevin Israel. Uh, I'm going to s- seventy-two. Sixty-one. Wow. <laughs> Come on, guys. you know critics. hey, critics are nerds, and they hate anything that shows an ounce of testosterone,
1: although they probably did yeah, like but that was I thought because of the I thought because of the yeah, and I thought because of the 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 graphic the visual special effects, I thought this got a bunch of kudos. I, have
2: to, I have to wonder what Gladiator did, but who cares? I'll look at that in in a minute, Kevin Israel, what did the audience give three hundred same score, same scale, excuse me
1: uh I bet it was like an eighty six Schultz.
0: I'm going to go with
1: 75. 89. Really?
2: One more for the good guys. (laughs) If you care, the critics gave Gladiator a 77 on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: That's shocking. That's shocking. I was
2: going to say at least 85 would have been my guess. That's floored. Quotes... This is Sparta, by the way, nowhere else except this film. Do you ever hear such reverence for one's hometown besides where uh, we're Brooklyn at? And of course, but you never hear anyone else throwing up signs for a town like this is Anchorage.
0: (laughs) We are Saskatchewan.
2: (laughs) A number two, of course, this is another eat hearty for tonight. We dine in hell. Oh, all the memes! Yeah, <laughs> Kevin Israel. What it's quotes did you? Quote. I'm sorry, Bill Schultz. What did you have quote wise for this film?
0: Oh, quote. Well, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, well, you haven't met a Spartan woman. Mm-hmm. That it? What huh?
1: the?
0: Oh, Will you have? You haven't met a Spartan woman. I liked it when he said that uh, to one of the messengers. Actually, I think it was Xerxes. When he was talking about, uh, he was he was talking some shit about Spartan women, and a lot a lot of what I find Gerard whatever his name is, it's not the line itself. It's this like eye rolling sort of snarky thing he does that's very 20, 20th century. In that time, that makes the line. And so, while that line is not good, the way he delivers it is good.
2: I like how Bill Schultz can't memorize one famous Gerard. There are two: Gerard Butler
0: and Gerard Depardieu. Depardieu. No, sir. Gerard Depardieu is canceled. I refuse to name his name.
2: <laughs> we speak his name. Oh, he was a bit. Uh, he was a bit rapey. That's right. I forgot about him. In his, oh, yeah. Uh, was no, he? He was a in lot. Hijinks, of- yeah, a lot. Yeah. Of rapey. He also did. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, I Kevin. Had- well, it's time to throw your
1: VHS copy of Green Card in the fucking trash, then. <laughs> wasn't, he, wasn't he in a uh, a Three Musketeers movie? He might, the man I, in the high, the man in the iron mask. mask. Yes, with DiCaprio. Yeah, he was in that. I saw that.
0: Yeah, he was, yeah, one, he was of, one of the Musketeers. Never yes. gave
2: that film a second thought. Does it deserve it? Probably not.
1: No.
0: Five fun. And I don't get to give a quote. Oh, I'm I
1: sorry.
2: To... I, I just jumped right day out the gun. I'm being. A d- I am sorry. Go ahead. Shit all over. Maximus Aurelius with that haircut. I love it. <laughs> Spartans, what is your profession? Oh, yeah. They're and doing, um, They're doing roll
1: call while they're the W-2s. <laughs> what the fuck? And uh, to keep with the screaming, give them nothing but take from them everything.
0: Oh, that's a, yeah, I like that.
1: You know it would be funny if Gerard Depardieu would
2: add, including their man virginity by raping them. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, and by the way, do you guys remember another one that I realized? Because I, I I saw it again, actually, for the first time on Sunday. You know, the NRA took this from them, I believe. Or maybe they took it from the NRA. But remember, it's uh, when the Persians are coming over, they're like, Spartans, drop your weapons. And they go, come and take them. That's yeah. kind of loosely an NRA line. That was, was Charlton Heston. Charlton, Charlton Heston. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: What a hack. Uh, five <laughs> fun facts. Five fun facts. Five fun facts. Zack Snyder adapted the graphic novel Shot for Shot. Ooh. Did you read this, Kevin Israel, since you're the comic book guy here?
1: I mean, I I, I knew that from previous readings, but... Sometimes you shouldn't be as faithful to the source material.
0: No shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Actors train for eight weeks while never doing the same exercise twice to avoid their bodies getting accustomed to certain types of exertion. I want that train. I like that. Mm -hmm. Someone can also shoehorn in there, including acting. Okay. (laughs) At the time, until what film? Was this the highest grossing R-rated comic book film of all time? Kevin Israel, I know you know this because you live in this world.
1: Blade? No. Deadpool. Deadpool is right. Oh, yes. Oh, De- Deadpool unseated this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, mis- I, I misunderstood yeah. the question. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Oh uh, Yeah, I wouldn't have said
1: Blade. Gerard Butler spent four hours
2: training in a gym for over four months to get in shape. And God damn it, it worked. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was CGI. Like all these other assholes. Y'all just, they worked out a good amount. And then they got CGI to get the fine the, the, the eight pack in there. Guess not. Wait, but but we'll say this. There were sh-
0: Wasn't it a little bit CGI?
1: I mean, the film was they a said, lot. No, CGI they said villain. they spray, they spray tan some of their abs to make their abs look more defined. But there was yeah. no CGI. But there were points in the movie where I was like, he looks better than he did in the last scene. Like, I feel like this yes. one, they were filmed in different orders and he was in better shape at certain points. I took special notice. Anyway, continue. I with your pants off. Number <laughs> five, some of the weapons
2: used in this film were left over from Alexander and Troy to save on costs. Oh, really? When you drop a 65 million bucks, you couldn't get a
1: few spare swords out of the dollar store. You had to recycle them. Jesus Christ. How much it costs to CGI a giant rhinoceros?
0: And yet they still made it more homoerotic than Alexander.
1: <laughs> you say that like it's,
2: a, like it's a bad thing, Bill.
0: I did. I, I was Wow. Oh, yeah.
2: Alexander has one of the greatest scenes ever. And that's Rosario Dawson full on getting it. And I will
0: die on that hill. Fuck very soon.
2: First scene the movie. You don't just go YouTube that scene and you'll go. He's right.
0: <laughs> He's right. I, I, I believe that was Rosario's first topless scene. She said not her last,
2: not of- her last. Go see Trance. She gets full kitten caboodle, top to bottom. Nobody double there. Oh, oh yeah. She is, she is under the radar, top 10 smoking hot. Yeah,
0: Oh, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. And yet, date, dating a uh, gay New Jersey politician. I was just gonna say, I'm just going to say dating,
2: allegedly. Thank you. Yeah. Think, yeah.
0: She's, we call it bearded. Beard of. Yeah. <laughs> And now
2: we get to have not our fans ask our, well, they always ask us, but now we get to have our fans ask our one panelist in our ask a gutter segment. Ask a gutter, ask a gutter, ask a gutter, ask a gutter. Uh, Our old buddy, Brandon Oglesby at Newark night. Kevin Israel, does a slow-mo kick work better in 300 or Watchmen?
1: I'm going to reserve comment for my comments.
2: Noted. Bango, our old pal Bango Recap. Bango says the most historically inaccurate thing about 300 is the implication that the Spartans weren't boy lovers, only the Athenians. Otherwise, that movie is pure over the top cartoonish historical fiction. And damn it. I loved it. He also likes Big
1: Lebowski. So that says more about you than anything I care to know. Was, uh, was there a question in there? <laughs> or does <laughs> there- he just want to say he he really likes little boys. Is that what he's getting at? I, I don't understand. Maybe so. Uh, at Ray Stiketas, almighty Ray, our pal
2: from the who would win show 300 is a film for the guys who stuff kids into locker pleasure themselves to happy gutting. Sounds like Ray was stuffed into a locker.
0: <laughs> Although I got to say, that was the best synopsis ever. I, I agree. I that line. I, I, I was and, like, I told that guy, I was like, I can't do this any better than you just did, sir. <laughs> yeah.
2: Ray, Ray and Ray's great. Check him out on the Highlander episode as well as the Transformers. We love Ray's fucking hilarious. Uh, Lord Snurts. Snyder films are often too long, over stylized and generally not good. The amount of slow-mo is a is borderline abusive i hope ki guts this cow with a vengeance would the dcu be in better shape if someone else took on justice league i think we can all answer that of course not it's no i'm just kidding it's terrible
1: i I mean as for an answer to that i don't i don't think anybody i think dc just has such a trouble time trouble getting at itself i don't think it matters the director or who's involved dc's the properties are just almost impossible to tackle and the audience their fans are impossible to please
0: well, and I think you guys are probably going to both destroy me for this, but I honestly did not mind Snyder Cut. I enjoyed it.
1: I didn't mind it either. I didn't, it watch, really it. It I didn't watch it. It was ridiculously long, but that's I, why I didn't watch it. It was definitely an improvement on the original, but that's not saying yeah. much. You're not selling me to waste three and a half hours of my time on this, fellow. Well, you
0: don't have to watch it all at the same time. It was episodic in the Excuse- way it was presented.
2: Well, I have more important fish to fry, such as the new Spider-Man. The new Matrix, which I know is going to disappoint the shit out of me. I know. I'm so – and, and the Kingsman prequel. I hope it rebounds from the last one. Nope. The, first, the first Kingsman film is fantastic. It it was, was, it's just Ralph Fiennes? Yeah. yeah. but The first Kingsman is amazing. The second one sucks. But if, yeah. you, have, if you haven't seen either – Kingsman 1 is great. Enough worship. Kevin Israel, hear the words that you're dying here for once a year that we do this. It's Bill Schultz. when to join, join you with me? It's time for Kevin Israel to gut
0: yeah.
2: the, the sacred, the sacred, sacred cow. cow. He's doing the Chicago accent. How dare you mock us? <laughs> with that? I like being on the baby receiving baby end baby. of that. <laughs> By the way, take this
0: all in, boys, because I'm putting a sweatshirt on. I'm getting cold.
2: I can tell. You can cut glass with right.
1: those things.
0: My, my nipples are cutting glass. It's
1: hilarious. <laughs> you want me to start, or are you waiting for you Bill to dress No, himself? no, no, no.
0: I'm, I'm no watching. I can I'm, hear you while I put my shirt
2: on. I'm just juggling my balls as he slowly puts his shirt on with that uh, with the pon- with the, uh, the, Oh, look at that drug rug. That is. <laughs>
0: hey, Bill. This what, is a little Bill,
2: Bill what time is a Toad the Wet Sprocket concert tonight? <laughs>
1: I remember the nineties. <laughs> yeah. they they great Kevin fire away. So let's get this, uh, get, get the 800 pound girl out of the way. The slow motion in this movie is absolutely ridiculous. Like our, like our fans said, Zack Snyder. I don't know what happened to him in film school where he was like, slow motion. That's going to be my thing. And I'm going to go all in. Cause he, it's insane how much slow motion there. Is. It's almost like he doesn't realize you can build drama and excitement without slow. Mo- I feel like in his life he. Di- I think Zack Snyder has sex in slow motion. Like I feel like around the, like he must drive his kids crazy because he must be like, Dad, can I borrow ten bucks? And he's like, Sure. <laughs> and they're like, Dad, just give me the
2: money. Um, I think Zack Snyder saw The Matrix and goes, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna use so much like slow mo bullet time shit where people think I invented it because I'm going to do it in every single film ad nauseum.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was like, Oh, you thought that was a lot of slow motion. Hold my hat. <laughs> so anyway, so I broke uh, i I'm break, I broke my gutting down in a, into a couple of different segments. I'm going to start with the plot. Um, the, the basic plot of this movie is about the Spartan army defending Sparta from the Persian army. Who's, uh, Emperor Xerxes is coming in to basically take over Sparta and take over the world is is his, his overall goal so the movie starts and we learn that our heroes are a warrior society who kills babies because if they're too small or deformed or or just not up to their standards, those are our heroes baby yes. killers like that's the people we're rooting for, basically the Nazis. So yeah. the the Spartans are the Nazis in this. So immediately, I w- I'm not really on board.
0: Well, and Kev, sorry to interrupt, but by the way, that is historically accurate. The Spartans did. do Oh yeah, no, no that. I I know, yeah. I
1: know. But the, I mean, this movie could have been presented very differently, and it could have been interesting if they actually made the audience feel a little uncomfortable about having to root for these guys.
0: But yeah, they like didn't have like we've eugenics.
1: right? Yeah, right. But like we said in the beginning, this movie. They completely embraced the broke. It's like they went into a bar and found five 30-year-old guys still wearing their varsity jackets and were like, what kind of movie would you like to see? And they were like, bro, ripped dudes with swords kicking ass half naked. And Zack Snyder was like, I got you. I'm making that movie. And it's going to be in slow motion. And they were like, awesome. And that's what we got. That we got that's exactly the movie we got. I blame this movie for CrossFit. If there's no other reason to hate this movie, this movie, after this movie came out, there were 10,000 articles about the workouts. These guys did. And some idiot in a, in a warehouse somewhere looked around and was like, I can make a gym out of this. And now we have guys who post nonstop about their workouts and their diets. And fuck you, Zack Snyder. You did that. (laughs) True. hundred percent true.
2: So again, these are, these guys are
1: our heroes. And at one point, Leonidas says there's no room for softness or weakness in Sparta. This movie spends so much time telling us how strong and tough the Spartans are. And nobody tells you more than the fucking Spartans. Now, mind you, this whole movie is supposed to be narrated by one of the Spartans who survived the battle and went back to tell other Spartans the story. Why is he telling other Spartans the story of Sparta when they already know about Sparta? Because they're Spartans. He spends... The first half of the movie telling about how Spartan boys are raised. Nobody stood up and was like, bro, we know this. We live this asshole. We'll get to the point. Is Leonidas alive or dead? We don't care. Anyway, moving on. The movie is just a, the movie is basically just a ser- series of video game theatricals tied together. It's one long. <laughs> yes, it's one long battle. That just keeps, it's like, it's like every, every round they beat somebody, a new boss comes in, they beat the boss. And then the next round comes in. I am, I am 99% sure Zack Snyder made this movie and it was about 30 minutes shorter and it was just battles and they got, he got it. And the production company or the, you know, the, the, the studio was like, Zack, this movie is just a video game. You need to put something in. And he was like, oh, okay. And that's why we got that. Horseshit storyline about the the political side of it that nobody gives a fuck about. Nobody care if you're watching this movie to watch this movie for what it is. You either skip over the whole Queen story or you walk out when it comes on to get some more food or to go do some pushups or whatever it is you're doing while you're watching this movie, because that it's, it's, whole storyline is utter crap and nobody cares about it. It does nothing to advance the, the, the main plot of the story, which is just these guys surviving. It's the whole story is just these guys surviving in the, in the face of it. And then let's talk about, and cause I, and I know Bill wants to get onto this. Let's talk about the homorotic uh, undertones. Clearly, it's, it's obvious that if you have a movie with 300 guys, 90% naked, just flexed and shredded to the bone, it's going to be a little gay. But this movie goes out of the way. And the fact, the fact that Zack Snyder had the sheer gall to write the line when they ran it, run into the, uh, was it the Athenians? And they, and they go, and the Greeks. You know, they're boy lovers. It's like, what, bro? You're walking around in a Speedo <laughs> and sandals. And how could you call somebody? You're, you're making some fun of anybody else for being a little bit gay. Have you seen your 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 troop over here? Like, that's insane. And Zach wrote that, and he probably was 100% like, this is a good line. This is going to, people are going to laugh because everyone knows Greeks raped boys. So, yeah, this is going to be a good one. <laughs> then there were, then there's Xerxes. Xerxes. Himself is one is one of the most homoerotic characters I've ever seen. The scene you or Xerxes? Well, well, I mean, I, I know I'm that the gay the gay community is a big fan of me, but I'm talking about the the real Xerxes. The scene where he goes behind Leonidas and puts his giant man mitts on his shoulders and is and it looks like he's about to enter him. It's like yeah. what the. Fuck? Was that scene? And why did Leonidas just stand there and allow it to happen while it's like massaging him and telling him all he wants to do? It was that's such a creepy fucking scene. Um the there's the weird guy, the big fat monster thing that has the sword hands, and he has nipple clamps for no apparent reason. Like, that was that was a strange design choice. Like they were like, you know what? We haven't made this movie kind of gay enough. Put put nipple clamps on. Fat sword hands. That's going to that's gonna really put us over the top. And then the tent, the tent of debauchery where the hunchback gets tempted with all that, that. Zach went really, like, we get the point that there's, you know, this is the sin. This is, you can have all the naughty stuff. But I feel like Zach was definitely jerking off while they were like putting that together, being like, oh, this is it. This is so good. So that's the plot. Now let's move on to the characters. Leonidas. Leonidas, our hero, the star of the movie, the main character is an asshole. He's and he's an idiot. He's a dumb asshole. He's he is. And I, I don't remember who said it, but he is the guy who threw kids into lockers. He's he's an asshole. Had he just taken a minute and thought about what he was doing and not kicked the guy into the well? This could have gone a completely different way. And I'm not saying there still wouldn't have been a war. And I'm Mm -hmm. not saying they couldn't have fought heroically. But it was just such a dick thing to do. And then he goes on. And in every turn where he has a chance to make a decision that will better the outcome of this movie, he's like, nah, fuck it. We're Spartans and we don't back down because we're strong. And Spartans had a Scottish accent in case you didn't know that. And I'm angry. So I show my teeth like he's such a fucking dickhead. And they try to make it the the only moment of sympathy that they try to give him is when he's wrestling with his with his son, who's also half naked, which is really weird. Mm -hmm. And then he like, and then he like, no one got a boner. You're right. That was weird. No one got a boner. (laughs) Gerard, why are you walking funny? Don't look down. (laughs) And then but then he like, he like kissed his head and he like got out and he was like, oh, he's a nice father. But other than that, he's a fucking asshole. He does have a really nice ass, though. Yes. Mm.
0: I mean, what? (laughs)
1: <laughs> gorgo the queen whose name i never realized was gorgo and is a really stupid name but i imagine it's historical in some way she's the real villain in this movie by the way she's the one that sets this entire entire thing in motion when he turns around when he's about to kick the persian emissary into the well mm-hmm. and he turns and looks at her and she does the very subtle nod the little yes. he kick, and that's everything it's all her fucking fault had she just oh. shook her head had she just said, nah, he would have, wouldn't have done it. And then they could have gotten together. They would have gotten the army. They would have figured it out. No, she had to be a controlling bitch and fucking be like, I could, I, you know, he's the king, but I'm the, I'm pulling the strings. Fucked it up for all, of, for all of Sparta. Uh, Xerxes, we covered. He's a ridiculous character. I'm not sure if he's supposed to be supernatural. I get into that a little more, but he's like nine feet tall and gold. And when you see him come out, you're like, I he's definitely going to do a show tune, like a like some kind of like, you know, like in a like in a drag show. Like, I really felt like him to have like a real like a queenie type accent. And then he's got this weird reverberating like like so almost sounds like Batman. Like, what was that? Vo- Why did they make him look like that? But gave him that vo- that was and he he's a completely uninteresting villain. All you know is he's that guy. He's that villain that goes. I'll kill all my men and still win. Oh, that's a way to get loyalty by killing your men. So you're bad. That's you're bad because you're a baddie, bad, bad, bad. We get it. They're <laughs> strong, 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 strong. And you're bad, bad, bad. And you guys are going to fight. And this is that's what's going to make this a great movie. Sure. theron speaking of people who are absolutely one dimensional, the politician, they shouldn't even call They shouldn't even give him a name. They should just call him politician because he's just he's just a politician. He's a dick. He's just a dick. He's self-serving. He gets money. He takes bribes. He's a politician. You hate politicians. I hate politicians. That's all you need to know. And the the they failed in that character when they had him rape the queen. They shouldn't have done that. They should have had her offer herself to him or suggest that he was going to be doing it. And then he should have been like, this isn't even what I want. I want control or I want power. So you're not like they should have made him a little more complicated than just like, I'm a politician. I'm a politician, but I'm also really horny and I'm going to bang you. Like, that's it. That's all you have I, for I this. I love guy. that. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: th- it's the most basic bitch way of making a political bad guy. Right. Same, yeah,
1: right. It's like, what are politicians? They like money and women. Well, I got them both. That's what this guy
0: is.
1: (laughs) Ridiculous. Ephilides, I think I mispronounced his name. The Hunchback. Another really interesting character. Could have had a really, really interesting storyline. I think it would have been much more interesting if if, um, Leonidas at first said, yeah, come fight with us. And then he like fucks up. And then he, like, sends him away or something. But just dismissing him out of hand, it just reinforces that Leonidas is a dick. He couldn't come up with some diplomatic way to handle the situation. Like, fine. Like, you want to fight? All right. You don't have to be part of the phalanx. We'll put you over here and you can fight somebody else. Or you didn't have to be like, yeah, clean up our shit and mop the floor and that's what you can do because you're ugly. (laughs) And they had to make him. They had to make the point that, like, this is the kind of people they threw away, by the way. Like, not like Not if you just had a bit of a big nose, like you had to be a hunchback with fucked up eyes and like misshapen. Like they had to make him so bad. It would have been so much funnier if he was just like a little short. Like he he walked in, he's like, I'll fight with you. And they're like, no way shorty. And he's like, I'm 5'10". I'm not that sure. Sh- like, no, get out of here, you shrimp. And you'd be like, but come on. I'm not that bad. And he's like, no, Spartans are all 6'2". We're over. Get out of here. But they had to make him as physically deformed as possible. And to be to be like, all right, this is... This is so th- it's okay that they throw those rejects out. Because those babies should be thrown out. It's weird.
0: Uh, <laughs> then we get to
1: the, the climaxes of the movies. There's two. Gorgo kills... Th- theron, theron, the, the politician you could feel that that was building up to that scene like that scene was coming that was that was telegraphed from a mile away, clearly she was going to get her comeuppance on him, and this whole moment in this whole grandiose moment before the Senate, she was supposed to be making the case and blah blah blah, and all the guys are supposed to be like ahrahrah, rum rum no women rum from from, and she was like but instead of giving her the opportunity to be like a strong woman and like argue the point and like be convincing or like have a couple of guys go yeah we agree with you the guy had to stand up and be like no silly bitch you tried to fuck me and then the only way she could possibly win is by murdering him and to make it worse he was carrying the coins that he was bribed with on him right what kind of (laughs) what kind of asshole does that he has in his in his Pouch that are marked with the enemy's face? Like, first of all, if you came to pay me, bribe me, and you gave me money that was marked with your guy's face, I would be like, no, fuck you. Go get some of our money and pay me with I'm not caring. Where, where am I gonna spend this? Who am I gonna give this to in Sparta? Like, I'm not gonna be able to buy sandals or a robe with Xerxes face coins. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> take your take 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 those tunies and loonies and shove them up your ass. Yeah, toonies and loonies. <laughs> exactly it it was just it was just such sloppy writing and you could tell yeah. that that whole storyline that 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 embodies that whole storyline because he was like i don't know how i'm gonna end this how does it re- just have the coins fall out and everybody like oh. and, then, and and then oh, good enough and she's redeemed herself fine out shitty shitty story writing and then the other the other climax is when bill saw all the, the six-packs um the other the other climax climax is when uh, when you know the spear through the through the cheek here's the thing this whole movie builds up to this moment, this great intense moment where they all know they're gonna die and they're standing down their enemy unbeatable odds and the narrator who's the most annoying part of this movie is like overly dramatically being like and he feels the sand beneath his feet and the wind and his helmet is so heavy and his shield is burdensome and he throws it down and then 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 you think he's kneeling and then it's like but what he was actually doing was he needed to be able to see and he needed to be able to aim so he could throw his spear and it's gonna be this great moment and he nicks his cheek that's it. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. And I understand that it's a callback to him saying to Xerxes, I'll prove that a well, god king can it. bleed. I get that. But you made me go through this whole movie about these great warriors, and all I get was the bad guy getting his cheek nicked, it would have been so much better if that thing landed dead center in his face and everybody was like, ah, and Xerxes was like, like jerked off on all of them, and we or Leonidas <laughs> jerked off on all of them. We were all like, yay, hey, and that movie ended. That would have at least been the movie we were going to see. We were like, we didn't want this like deep, like, ooh, that's so symbolic and that's a callback. And I get it. I get what they were saying. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and you didn't give us like that was. <laughs> They just built it up, and I, every t- I've seen that scene a number of times, and every time I see it, I'm like, that's such, that's such a shit way out for this movie. If you're making a more complicated movie and that was deeper and had more plot development, fine. But that, is, that was, again, really, really sh- shit storytelling for the story that you were telling, and it, it just, just never did it for me.
0: Well and, and kind of it, going back to your earlier point about the relentless use of slow motion, when you have that final scene of him throwing the spear at Cersei's, you are so used to slow motion that you now just look at it as real time. And so the yeah. whole time you're yeah. looking at that spear and you're like, Why doesn't the motherfucker just duck? We're waiting <laughs> yeah. five hours for this thing to hit it.
2: <laughs> it's like the scene in Austin Powers where he's chasing him on the on the steamroller thing.
0: No, yeah.
2: Oh, and it takes thirty seconds for him
1: to get there and then get run over. Yeah, a hundred percent agree. Yes,
0: that's it entirely. That is it exactly.
1: Uh, and then, so then I'll just end with a with a couple of random um, uh, observations that I made during the movie. The whole thing with the oracle was really weird. Like that was yeah. Zack Snyder just getting like that was Quentin Tarantino level creepy, where it was just like these old deformed men licking this young girl who was dancing, like consulting the oracle. That sounds like a euphemism, like. I gotta go to the bathroom and consult the oracle, if you know what I mean. Like, what (laughs) is that? (laughs) And she's like naked, and it's just these old guys with leprosy or whatever they were. That was just—it was just so over the top. And another big part problem that I had with this movie is it walks this annoying line between being supernatural or not, and it never commits to either. It should have either been based in complete reality mm-hmm. and just gone that way, or been really been like a fantasy novel, a fantasy story where they could have had monsters and whatever. Okay, they reference Hercules and then they're, you know, the immortal warriors who aren't immortal. And then there's the guy with the knife hands and the, I mean, there's a ton of things that Xerxes is nine feet tall, but it it always seems like it's not. It doesn't commit either way. And that was shitty. That kind of takes you out of the movie because it's like, oh, you're, you know, these badass warriors who train and blah, blah, blah. But they're fighting fucking giant rhinoceroses. Like, it doesn't, It the movie never, never really dove one way or the other into what kind of movie it was. Yeah. Um, oh, one thing that drives me crazy. When she gives him the necklace, uh, you know, when she, there's a whole, that whole dramatic scene where I think she, so in slow motion, put it on his neck. How come every time a guy gets a a piece of jewelry in a movie, it's always like a cool piece of like it was a knife. I think it was like a tooth or a claw or something. And and he like I wish it was like a like a pink pussy cat with like that like smelled like daisies. <laughs> and she's like where that. And he's like oh, I don't think I should wear that in front of me. And She's like you'll wear this and remember me. He's like fine. And then he turned around and all the guys are like ah homo weirdo with the fucking pink. But it's instead it's always a I don't know. I just always thought it'd be fine. <laughs> you
2: could get an athenian to me
1: (laughs) um oh and then so my so my last point uh the goat path the goat path was the was the linchpin in this entire plan and he knew that the goat path was going to be an issue they talk about it and the that's what the hunchback tells xerxes about that he can go everybody knew about the goat path Leonidas did nothing to protect it. I think he sent a few of the soldiers, a few of the the Greek guys or Athenians, whatever they were to go protect. Why wouldn't he have sent some of his actual warriors to watch the goat path and let them know if some shit was going down instead. Oh. It's instead, it's just complete. It, and until the end, when the, when the one guy shows up and is like, we're ruined, it's over, we're leaving. And he's like, and he's like, and, and Leonidas is like, well, then I'm going to risk all of my men, and we're all going to die because that's how this movie is going to go. That that didn't even make sense, and I and maybe that is what historically happened. I've never looked into it, but it's it's just such weak story. The whole thing, all across the board, is weak story writing. And maybe as a graphic novel, it read better and and worked better. I never read the graphic novel. If it was if it was shot for shot, the graphic novel, the graphic novel must have been kind of weakly written too. But. <laughs> Yeah, the whole the whole movie is just it's just bad. Like the writing's bad. The plot's bad. The character's no character development. Why do Greek and Roman people always have British accents? I don't know why that's a thing where we decided that that was how we would represent British people or Greek people. It, it's, it's just it's just bad across the board. If you want to see and I know Kevin doesn't like this movie, but if you want to see at least a movie that handles this kind of thing better, watch Troy. Troy is head and tails better than this movie. And whether or not you like it, it is definitely better than this movie. Um, but, and this movie just, there's no character development. Nothing happens with, there's no, there's nothing moves forward. It just, and it all ends in basically the same way it was going to end, regardless of what they did. And it drives me crazy. And I think the movie is highly overrated and it led to a bunch of guys growing beards and working out and I'm describing myself. So I'm going to stop.
2: <laughs> I was just going to say
0: <laughs> now we get to the crux of it. <laughs>
1: this is, this is autobiogra- autobiographical. You son of a bitch. I fell right into this <laughs> and CGI. I'll leave that this movie. They, and then they couldn't even have actual scenery that in real places. The whole thing was CGI. So it was, it was bad enough that it was poorly written, poorly acted, with bad characters but you couldn't even look at anything real like the whole there was just nothing to this movie other than just like look at this this is cool watch 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 and it was like okay and then you walked out and you were like i think i saw something good and then you went home and sat down and were like i actually i think that movie sucked and that's where i am now that movie sucked i give it a 2 ooh oh, wow ooh navy seals that is a well actually that's
2: right on that's Finally, someone who hates the film almost as Don Jameson hates films because some of our last gutters go, eh, <laughs> seven, eight. What? That's not a gutting. That's, I liked it with a few displeasures to, to, to report about it. Get the fuck out. Two from Kevin Israel. Let's go to our guest judge with the uh, the, pon- the Sancho Panza fucking outfit on there.
0: Bill Schultz. Bill, notes. Well, I'll tell you, and I kind of briefly touch on it, I'd never seen this movie before. Oh. Uh, Until this weekend, for you guys, because I'm such a researcher, I finally watched it, and I I wasn't really sure what, well, I kind of knew what to expect because it's Zack Snyder, and this could not have been more Zack Snyder-y. I certainly didn't hate it as uh, much as Kev did. I mean, I enjoyed it, I guess. I enjoyed, well, I used to like it for the fact that the one nice thing that Joanne ever said to me was that she thought I looked like Dominic West. Now, what she fully said was that I looked like Dominic West and Billy Jean King had a butt baby. But I still <laughs> took it as a compliment. And yet he was such a lo- loathsome individual in the movie, I no longer think it to be that. Uh, a couple of things to kind of piggyback with Israel on is the hunchback, the way he is presented in the film after he's following them for a while, and then he goes and gets rejected for taking his father's place in the army because, well, you're an ugly hunchback. Um, Talk about delivering the plot point, like hook, line, and sinker to his stupid audience to begin with. If you couldn't see where this was going after that, then you've got some serious, even action-adventure plot following problems for you. You knew that this guy was going to sell him down the river. You knew that because he was betrayed, he was going to... Go see Xerxes' uh, orgy, and then the chips would fall where they may. Um, part of that is actually based a little bit on facts—not the hunchback part, but the guy that betrayed him. Uh, the one credit I would give to this movie, probably the most factually accurate part of it: no fake tits. Lots no. of tits, lots of tits, but you could not spot one rack that looked like it was uh, silicone enhanced. Those were that was across the board some real and i'll say it beautiful fake tits gentlemen real god God forbid god forbid everything else
2: is bullet motion and shit but if we see (laughs) one pair of tits that don't move when she reaches back to scratch her leg that's where the horseship has come in and that's where we yell that doesn't happen but no zach snyder on that you get a point of merit from us thank you
0: yes and the other thing too is like uh, and, you know, uh, um, Kev touched on this as well, is the movie should... The, a revisionist version of this movie should have been called, uh, like, Take the Deal and Kneel. Take the <laughs> Deal and nail Because, first of all, let's look at the final. This motherfucking god, human, whatever the fuck Xerxes was, he gives him an option. He is, uh, besmirched, blasphemed, what have you. Uh... You know, Leonidas does what he does, comes back, gives him another offer, gives him a final offer where he is a warlord, still king of his own castle, all the lands, has more riches than he'll ever want. All of the motherfucker has to do is kneel. Not only does he save himself, not only does he have an amazing life, but he saves his supposedly the troops that he loves. Not only that, What part of live to fight another day does he not get? He goes back there and does what eventually happens, which is all the Greeks come together. Finally is Greece, and they do eventually defeat Xerxes. Well, he could have done that with them if he just fucking knelt. Now, I know that wouldn't have made it Spartans. As a people, and I know it wouldn't have made Sparta as a movie, but you can't help and wa- but watch this movie and think you're the worst general of all time. <laughs> something you tells me that something tells you. Le- Le- and the general, right.
2: Leonidas would have been the worst contestant on. Uh, uh, um, why am I blanking on that? Goddamn! Let's make a deal. The Howie, the Howie, uh, the Howie Show. What's with the suitcases? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, I-, yeah.
0: Uh, I know exactly what you are talking about. Yeah. Why am I blanking?
2: Oh, oh, on? Uh, deal or no deal? Yeah. Yes, so, yes. Leonidas, yes, yes. you have two cases. One has a penny, the other one has a million dollars. We're going to offer you $750,000. I shall not kneel to you, <laughs> bald fuck. You bald Canadian.
0: How dare thee?
1: Hey, here's your penny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, and like a couple, but by the way, even though Spartans were indeed starting, they trained at seven, were released into the masses at 30. A lot of that was kind of true, but I felt like the only thing that I could bring to the table with this would be to little do do a couple quick history versus Hollywood facts. One of them being that the women were as, uh, if I may use the word uppity, as uh, uh, Leonidas' <laughs> wife was. They were treated very equally. They were supposedly very hot. Helen of Troy was originally Spartan, supposedly the hottest woman that ever lived. Uh, Face them off, launch a thousand a lot chips. of thousand ships. The one thing that the women would do is if any guy f- came back from battle and it was clear the rest of the troops um, died and that he was a deserter, the mother of that soldier would kill him, would kill him, meaning that that one guy that was blinded and came back to tell uh, Leonidas' uh, story, his mom would have thought he was lying and killed. That's what would happen. Uh, and then secondly, uh, they had I would have also liked to see a different movie called Remember the Heliots? They were the slaves that made the whole Spartan community go because Spartans were all soldiers I and mean, they enslaved a rival community, made them all slaves. Um, they uh, the, the when you're trained to be a soldier, the kids would learn how to kill a slave in the middle of the night, and no one looked everyone just sort of looked the other way. These poor Heliots, they um, they would also They were part of spying, and this is how stupid the Spartans were. Here's how they spied. If they had people over uh, in enemy lines, they would take a heliot and shave their head, tattoo their uh, plan for the people that were behind enemy lines, have the slave grow their hair back. They had a lot of time with their hands. Mm -hmm. Have the slave go over the heliot across enemy lines. Then if they recognize the slave, shave the head again to read the tattooed lines. That was espionage for Spartans.
2: Idiots. You've done a Uh, lot more research for this episode than I sure have.
0: (laughs) Um, And there was another great one that I found. Um, Well, and they were very, only men that died in battle or women that died in childbirth. See, they were very progressive for their time. Got names on the gravestones. And the only, the one main thing that was, very inaccurate in the movie was they all should have had flowing lawn as if in the cover like Fabio in a Harlequin novel, they all should have had flowing lawn hair because the big thing about if you knew you were a soldier is they had very long hair and they were known as like pretty boys because they would spend times combing their very long hair and anointing their naked bodies with perfume before battle. And the enemies of, would, would make fun of the Spartans for that, but it was because they wanted to look as good as possible when they go into whatever their god heaven is, uh, you know, as 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 dying, uh, um in in the field of battle. So, really, apart from a few haircuts, were very accurate in that film.
1: I feel like we're in like ancient Greek history one hundred and one.
0: And, and, and this and this is and and that's exactly why I'm falling asleep. <laughs> no, sorry. I thought they were fun facts. I guess also, the terrain
1: in Greece. Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, the stylized thing—it was very Zack Snyder. I didn't, certainly didn't hate. I liked it. I mean, it's something that you watch when you're doing other things, and then you kind of stop and rewind when you see an action scene that kind of other like, is thing. Adorable. But uh, all right, jerking off to abs—you got me. But um, oh, I, I got primed, I got precum oh, well, stuck in my belly hair. Shit.
1: That's the oils uh, you were anointing your body with.
0: Also, and this isn't going to help my I'm straight point. I don't like Michael Fassbender with long hair. Don't like it. I like when he has short hair. My final thoughts.
2: Oh, so you're more of a Magneto kind of fella. <laughs> yes, sir. Fair enough. Magneto.
0: I, li- I, li- I like the more Aryan buzz cut.
2: Do you like, uh, so whenever he shows up that massive uh, hammer of his, you need to see short hair with a long dong, as opposed to long hair with a long dong.
0: We all know that if you manscape, it makes a Don look longer. Don't I know it? Don't I know it?
2: Don't I know it?
0: (laughs) Is that all for you, Mr. Schultz? I'll interject when you talk because I have so many more fun facts.
2: flow we have here yeah i appreciate the uh the the, the uh the history lesson i think i went out uh, and uh said i'm gonna go take this class oh, pass fa- i'm gonna take this class pass fail i've decided now <laughs> savior of all four-year schools the pass fail option <laughs> yummy <laughs> these notes brought to you by guttingthesacredcow.com and don't forget if you want to advertise with us just drop by say hi as well Why not just email us at guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com and subscribe to us, and all you know on YouTube. We could use the help. Appreciate that. And uh, if you like us, keep on doing what Kevin Israel says at the end of every episode. And that's write us a five star rating, two or three sentence review notes. You guys got all deep and historical. I have a lot of dick jokes here, so strap in.
0: Uh, oh, and I'm on. the bad guy. that <laughs> like little substance.
2: Uh, they. I, that's why we have you back so damn often. Taking me from my family at eight years old means I would have to leave behind my Transformers G.I. Joe and he man figures. Take a wild guess who would have won AWOL, not Army, me. We're, I don't know what the Greek version of Canada is, but you would have found me there. Gerard, thank you. Gerard Butler must have told Zack Snyder, make sure you get a tight shot of my lats and traps as I push open a door. I want every woman in the theater sliding off their seats. (laughs) Lena Headley is great in everything she does. Uh, you know, the drug lord in dread, the wife of the army leader here, uh, the wife of the Leonidas, and as the white trash wrestler mom in Fighting with My Family, she's quite ubiquitous and uh, quite. She's a, she's a Swiss Army knife of acting, if I may say so.
1: How do you leave out Game of Thrones? I didn't watch Game of, of didn't ever watch yeah. Game of Thrones. Well, she was fantastic in Game of
2: Thrones. Well, thank of you, course, you thank you for Thrones. continuing to make my point for me. I forgot a quote. He is your son. I have others to replace him. Well, well, Sparta's resident psychiatrist is about to pick up some more business. Daddy didn't want me. He said I'm
0: replaceable.
2: Is three hundred the gay dudes slash women version of showgirls for straight dudes? <laughs> or magic you Mike? Me Straight dudes. <laughs> uh, Thirty-eight minutes in, and I really don't care. I'm yeah. all. I'll wager George Lucas watched this at one point and said, "Jesus Christ, there's way too much CGI in this, even for me." <laughs> Kevin Israel, I'm surprised you missed this little uh, this little reference. Too bad Lee didn't want Red Skull fighting with him in his battalion. <laughs> oh. Zack Snyder directed this and Batman versus Superman. It would have been cool when Leonidas was too bit, bu- was busy cutting off other people's limbs that he would have yelled out, Martha.
0: <laughs> Wait, all three of them's moms are named Martha? You're blowing my mind.
2: That's what I do. Sure, Leonidas can throw a spear and do hand-to-hand combat, but can he make people laugh and pull a few that doesn't moping out that that doesn't happen moments out in films like I can? Huh? 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 I feel like this is a rhetorical question. Very true. Looking up and seeing a cloud of arrows must be a bigger oh shit moment than going into a single to- single toilet stall and seeing there's no toilet paper. <laughs> Xerxes looks like he's a platinum card carrying member of Hot Topic. <laughs> all all these Greeks and not one unibrow nor diner to be seen. This is bullshit. Hmm.
0: Or someone calling up my friend. Okay. Well, by the way, very good point. Also, no back was uh, every back was waxed. Mm. If you're Greek, you got you're sasquatchian.
2: Yeah, they they
0: should look like mankind's
1: beard on everyone's back. (laughs) I I actually did have a note about that. uh, That that if you had a hairy chest, you that must have been a reason to kick you out of society. And they just (laughs) (laughs) started. Because you know the bears of the gay society are going. We're not
2: represented, right? This is bullshit. go join
1: the Athenians, you hairy fuck.
2: <laughs> oh, and now I'm. A, and now...
1: Thank you. That's good.
2: And now we have an army of dudes wearing eyes wide mask, eyes wide shut masks. The only thing missing now is creepy piano music and an ending that falls flat. <laughs> I'm out at the part where this just turned into a God of War slash Mortal Kombat video game. Something tells me that no one's going to come out and go, friendship, friendship. <laughs> if Zack Snyder directed a porno, there'd be 3D jizz and coos juice squirting toward the camera every three minutes.
1: Who's juice.
2: I love that word, Coos Juice. That's what I call the Vegas pools, Coos Juice, because that's what they are. But that's why I wasn't afraid of getting a, waiting to get a little bit to get a vaccine, because if I can survive a Vegas pool for four fucking nights, I sure as hell can survive COVID. Why does Xerxes sound like he's starring in an anonymous hackers video? <laughs> Leonidas kicked that dude out. With one eye from his battalion, he would shit his pants now if he saw the new relaxed Army regulations where you just have to do 14 push-ups in two days. Wait, I could I could be in the Army. <laughs> well, slow down, Bill. More like Merchant Marines Challenge. for you. <laughs> Or Coast Guard. <laughs> I, I, no disrespect to all of our Merchant Marines or Coast Guard folks. I get yeah, all the – Hey, Bill. I know. I get all the metaphors. I'm going to get hate mail from my, the one I chose, believe me. I get all the metaphors and allegories that they're going for, but this just simply is not working for me. This felt like a bunch of monologues tossed in with a few battle scenes mixed in. Yeah. People who love this film wear T-shirts with cliches on them and go to the gym. Shirts that like, like this one squeak bag at my gym wears that says, no days off. Or another one that says, Women can wait, but the gym can't oh Jesus <laughs> oh i'm uh, how rude of me Bill. the gym is where people go to lift weights <laughs> to gain muscle mass.
0: Wait not to fuck people that have muscle mass i didn't say steam
2: I didn't say steam room correct. I'm getting rid of my membership for a realish event that happened. This is going to sound so fucking hypocritical of me to say. I think the overusage of CGI detracted a little bit. I don't know. How about you guys? I, I know it's a comic book film, but this took so much out of me. You just said it right, yeah. Kevin. Not one iota of a real natural background. You know what you saw? Even though the movie sucked, Highlander. You know what we saw a lot of? Rolling Highlands. You know what we saw here yeah. in 300? A lot of nothing. A lot of computer wire framework. That's what we saw. <laughs> uh this story was not interesting enough the action wasn't memorable enough there aren't enough scenes people reminisce like remember that time where arnold threw the circular saw blade at that guy's head and then cut another guy's arm up with a machete in the shed oh wait that's commando because i remember that film mm-hmm. none of those things happen in this film not one scene people who defend this film can say oh remember the part where and everyone goes nods their head in agreement go yeah man that was pretty fucking cool
1: no i will
0: say this Best beheading movie ever made. This, the beheadings this has of that to... movie were unbelievably shot I've never seen anything like it.
1: Record decapitation. in, in this movie.
0: the air or the guy standing there and then and the finally the neck falls in off. We've I've seen that.
2: Seen movie we, like no, no, time. no. We've seen that slow roll off the body with the head thing a million times. I think they times. stole it
0: from 300.
2: No, that's been done. That was done in Gladiator. That was done in, I think, in the last Mohicans. This they had that happen
0: too. Kev, this was a bouquet of beheadings. This is a bouquet of
2: beheadings. <laughs> Listen. Stop bringing your emo bands that you like on Spotify to this discussion, okay? A diorama of decapitation. Look and at the little. I, alli- I the will alli- take it. You know the alliteration always gets me hard. You boys <laughs> know me too well. I, and I love alliteration. Uh, I fell asleep watching this the first time I saw this film. No, and I don't fall asleep during films. I don't. The second time I did not fall asleep, but I was not impressed at all. I don't get why it's so heralded at the time. And, uh, and shortly thereafter, it came out. But notice this. You never hear people talk to this day about, hey, what are some of the best films of the last 10, 15, 20 years? No one says no. 300. Yeah. No one. This got swept under the rug, and rightfully so, four out of 10. Snooze. Schultz, what score, what score did you give this? I don't think I asked you.
0: I'll give it the highest score, which is not by much. I'll go one up on you and say five. Got a two of four
2: to five. So we're pretty yeah. much in, uh, in agreeance. Critics, five star reviews. Critics, five star reviews, critics, five star reviews, critics, five star reviews, critics, five star reviews. By no means great art, but it is certainly, but it is most certainly fantastic trash.
1: See,
0: that's that's a Five I like star review? That, I like yes.
1: <laughs> Fair. So, she's not hot, but she's great for right now.
2: <laughs> what was the SR71? She's not Miss Right. She's not Miss Right, but she's Miss Right now. <laughs> oh yeah. That was the old 145 song they played, right guys? And we all were guilty of doing <laughs> it. Yep. If you're in the mood for anything dumb, rousing, visceral excitement, you're not going to find anything on the big screen now to rival it. Now? I mean, this is written probably back in the day. 300 is an orgy of gory, bloodletting on a titanic scale, a, ballad of, ballad of butch, a ballet of butchery, excuse me. I misread that. A ballet of butchery in which half-naked men and the torrents of blood they elicit move in perfect slow-motion choreography to a thunderous soundtrack. And I love every minute of it. And my favorite review, so manly it makes Troy looks like, look like a Mary-Kate and Ashley adventure. <laughs> good one critics one star reviews you know you
0: make me wanna... critics
2: one star reviews critics one star reviews and critics one star reviews critics one star reviews 300 has one dimensional caricatures I think they meant to say characters who talk like professional wrestlers plugging their next feud
1: <laughs> let me tell you something here Leonidas you and me in hell in a cell next week at Wrestlemania that's pretty solid
2: that was Roger Ebert who wrote that review by the way. Was it really? It was. Well done, Roger. Oh my god. RIP R- 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 Roger's vocal cords. Ass crack ugly. I mean, hold on. Are we talking Lizzo's ass crack or Kerry Washington's ass crack because two ass cracks are very much different than another.
1: Not all ass cracks are created equal. That's very true.
0: Yes.
2: 300 is a fun fest of blood mayhem and absurdity at its best. It is entertaining when it's not. It's pretty dumb. It's pretty dumb much of the time. All this bellowing and testosterone gets old fast, especially since there's not a lot of plot outside the combat scenes and the not much of a plot scenes are laden with dialogue worthy of Anakin and Padme. (laughs) It's
0: unfair. I want to be a Jedi. Well, like... That's the thing I don't get about like the frat boys that love the lines from these movies because they're so fucking terrible. Going back to what you guys were saying, like tonight we dine in hell. That's how you motivate the troops. Yeah, tonight we wait. What? Dine in hell. Well, why, why, why would we why would we ever want to do that? Why, are uh, tonight, we, that, that? why
2: are we in your mom's box, bro? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, a
2: real fat boy film should be blood sport because there's some real ass whipping going on in that one. All this belling until I read that one. A typical stupid action movie with an extra dollop of stupid on the side. I love the word dollop, by the way. By the way, I, I just sh- I just shot a dollop of jizz in the trash can after watching two Brazilian women scissor on you
1: Dollop. That's a proper definition for dollop.
0: We have similar tastes in you porn.
1: Use way, it in right? a sentence. I just did. <laughs> I know. Similar so tastes in you porn. Oh, you like Brazilians too?
2: Scissoring? Yeah. Except when they play that capoeira music. That's awful. Amazon five-star reviews. Amazon five-star reviews. Amazon five-star reviews. Amazon five-star reviews. Gutting power. In a world of toxic masculinity thank our great fine new year's i knew it thank our great fortune that this film was created during its time before the cancerous feminism and sjw's are at its peak now infecting our media while the film isn't entirely accurate to the history, it is still fun entirely. to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it is still fun to watch and remind ourselves what our ancestors and predecessors did to build the world we have today. Men of ancient times have fought to protect our homes, family, and way of life. Masculinity is never toxic. It is the toxic feminists that have brainwashed modern society into believing it is. I love this movie and continue to watch it over and over, for the, it is the last surviving of over-the-top machismo-type fun of its kind. Sign, Seth Rogen.
0: <laughs> By the way, this motherfucker's ancestor wasn't them. He was the Helliot that got tattooed on his head and pushed over into enemy lines. That guy sucks. How do
2: you know he wasn't some, uh, some min, uh, some, uh, never mind. Forget it, Kevin. I'll think of it later. I thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> I had something, I had a half-picked one, but the joke was going to come out. When it's not fully formed, then I have to edit and post. That's more work for me. It was I- a miscarriage. It was. I thoroughly enjoy 300 every time I watch it, and there are not a lot of movies I watch multiple times. There are a lot of reasons for this, and the first being a great story. It is also the best adaptation of a graphic novel I've seen and brings that look-slash-feel to the movie medium very effectively. There's another reason I like this movie. Gerard Butler in here looks very reminiscent of my long-gone Uncle Gerald, who I miss terribly, especially with his beard
0: and great toothy smile. Also, he molested me. (laughs) Uncle Gerald. (laughs) Yeah, I, I assume that's how that letter—the end of it—goes. Yeah, kids,
2: don't go no near. Sit on Uncle Gerald's lap. You know, just because he gives you a stocking full of lube, that's not the way to say hello. <laughs> the attempt to make it look like a comic book is gorgeous. All the men with fresh abs got me hyped. I started going to the gym after this to get my own abs. Really? I credit, I credit really? this as one of the reasons I started working out. I wanted to be King Leonidas without the dying part. Great acting from Gerard many people need to realize that these men saved democracy for the world. If Persia would have been, if Persia would have won, they would have conquered Greece and we would not know the freedom that we do today. Signed, Cobra Commander. (laughs) That's
0: so something Cobra Commander would say. And then, retreat! Well, by the way, I will say this, Cobra Commander, a better commander than Leonidas.
2: I mean, Leonidas won a few battles. Cobra Commander never did. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. You guys couldn't
1: even hit anything. Right.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, they had to build a fucking leader from all the DNA of dead fallen leaders to make one to unseat Cobra Commander, and then they made him mutate into a snake. I think Leonidas got off. Well, uh, 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 not
0: to fact check you, but they mutated him with Hitler and a bunch of other uh things as well. As far as GI Joe, lore. he was not,
2: uh, you're wrong, you're very wrong because I watch it with my daughter it is on some family channel we dvr it and i rewatch it? Like it? it because gi joe is a fantastic what? cartoon and i will strike you down if you disagree <laughs> this episode's going somewhere i didn't foresee Amazon one star reviews. amazon one star reviews amazon one star reviews amazon one star reviews now amazon one star reviews amazon one star reviews amazon one star reviews. reviews now Amazon, one star reviews, one star review, one star review, one star, one star reviews. A perfect Nazi movie. I see this movie as one of the most racist movies made by American film industry. First of all, black slavery was just invented by colonial empire in the era from 1490 to 1860. And most Asian slaveries were mostly white. And the word slave itself is derived from Slav or Slavic people who are still living in Eastern Europe and Russia, parts of the Middle East. Also, notice how the movie depicts deformed people like the hunchback trader and the fighting monster in the Persian army. The movie depicts Xerxes as a beardless, shaven, clean face and with his pierced noses and face surrounded by lesbian women. If Hitler were alive, he would have loved this movie. What? Wow. that got
0: That's a lot of acid.
2: Signed by Michael Sarah. Okay. (laughs) Rewatch this for the first time in at least 10 years. I've forgotten how shallow, weak, and silly it is. Zero feelings other than boredom were stirred. I'm going to bed. Thanks. Well, nighty night. Don't let the Persians bite.
1: Because <laughs> they love to bite. Mm.
2: Yes. Let's portray Persians as demons and monsters when during the same time they had female admirals and pretty decent human rights in comparison to the Greeks. This racist movie needs to be thrown into the dustbin. Yeah, I expected
0: stuff like that. Hmm.
2: Worldwide, worldwide wrestling with swords and sandals. If you're above high school age, don't bother them with this one. Signed Eric Bischoff. <laughs> This movie was so lame. I have fell asleep with dinner in my lap and spilled the ranch dressing. Now I don't have any for my hot pockets. Can you make the second one better? So your movie doesn't trigger my narcolepsy smiley face ranch and hot pockets. This sounds like someone with a terrible palate or someone from Kansas. Actually, they're the same thing. Check that.
1: hot pockets. Hot pockets.
2: The old joke. How do you get a girl from the Midwest to blow you? Pour ranch all over your dick. Bill Schultz Did Kevin Israel Got the sacred cow He absolutely did Wow yeah. You don't know You don't know how To build up any tension
0: Do you <laughs> How many times Have you done this Fucking show You simpleton Look I know my co-host And she gets impatient When she's waiting <laughs> She has three minutes We're fine <laughs> Yeah, he did. I'll give him this credit. I, I'm still pissed off about The Shining, but he gutted this
2: one. He gutted The Shining quite well, I will oh, I will yeah. say. I All right. Well, listen, I, and I will co-sign. But I, again, this also helps that the film does hang itself on its own entrails. This film is not anywhere good nor entertaining, nor is it made to be. But listen, you did the job. You did a, you did a serviceable and admirable job, I will say, as well.
1: Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, uh, Kevin Israel, since you're our guest, where can we find you? What are you up to? Uh, Kevin dot com. I'm up to uh, having a baby shortly and I'm taking your wife. A, is not you. Well, that remains to be seen. And I'm taking a short hiatus from stand up comedy, but I'll be back probably in February and March. So check out my calendar for upcoming dates. And yeah, keep supporting this guy. I, I appreciate coming on this great podcast, <laughs> to put together something really special. Kev, I think your, your co-host is the more handsome one, but you uh, you do a pretty good job yourself. Exactly. So uh, thanks for having me. Uh,
2: All that true, except for the handsome part. Bill
0: Schultz! How you doing, pal? Where where can we find you? Well, baby pending. You can see both (laughs) these motherfuckers. We can see both these motherfuckers on morning next week for a lot of more (laughs) fun-filled, possibly holiday-themed movie talk. And uh, you can see my uh, shitty little Ballons and Xerxes orgy co-host, on the next gutting, gutting the sacred cow coming up very soon.
2: KevinGotee.com, where you can find more bets. Like I went seven and three yesterday, including betting against bill Chicago bears. And boy, that didn't take much, did it? Boy, rough
0: bet there. Yeah. Easy
2: one. Well, I teased it down. And I also bet him on the money line, 12 and a half. That was a cakewalk. Uh, Kevin for the NFL picks states as well, but most importantly, gutting the sacred for blogs every day. Like that doesn't happen as well as trailer talk. This ah, never mind. This is going to air a little bit later. Who gives a shit? KevinGotee.com, go gutting the sacred GTSC on GTSC podcast on Twitter. Kevin Israel, thanks for being in the old gutter's chair today. Bill yeah, awesome. thanks for coming back as always their chum. Thanks we, for uh, having me, guys. We love you to pieces. And uh, folks, thanks again. We'll see you soon. Take care. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for 4
1: dollars each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card